We're back for another week of college football fun. You know, we got more on Michigan to talk about. We got an exciting slate to debrief on and an even bigger week ahead for college football with two top 10 matchups and several other big games that we'll talk about as well. Um, But yeah, we're glad y'all are here. If you're in the YouTube stream, thank you for being here. If you're listening after, we're happy that you're here as well. Without further ado, we'll uh, we'll start with Will, given the whole news with Michigan, with the Michigan background. He's wearing his Jim Harbaugh jersey. The floor is yours. It, I'm, I have nothing to say. Why? Uh, I've been attacked too much to defend myself anymore. What do you mean? You have no one's attacked you. No, no one's attacked, attacked you. And when you if pack- you're if you're accusing like Ohio State, Purdue, and Rutgers of also stealing signs, it's in a completely different facet. As only the beginning. What about what are, what about the what do we think of the LLC stuff that came out yesterday? Yeah, what do we think about the LLC stuff that came out yesterday? I don't know enough about it to comment on it. Well, then why are you sitting here being like I've had to defend myself this entire time? And you're back on your little high horse when we don't know anything. All right. What are the optics? We'll talk about optics for a yes. second. Of um, Blake Corum being listed under a business LLC mm-hmm. with Connor, what's his name? Does not look right. No, it doesn't. Okay. It looks, if I'm making a theory on it, it looks Look, as can though, you repeat that last word? Theory. This is a theory. I'll be, I mean, this, this is, is a theory. A theory. Because none of what I'm about to say is proven true. But right. I can theorize. Well, um, bit quick before you do it. Okay. The whole theory stuff is the whole reason why this is so toxic right now, is because they're char- the Big Ten is about to hand down a ruling based on theories. The pr- there is a due process and a whole way it's supposed to play out and they're trying to circumvent all that and punish before all the facts come out and Michigan's had their chance to defend themselves well they have been given their chance to defend themselves haven't they weren't they given two days to respond two days yeah Yeah. (laughs) that should be enough time 90 Thomas okay regardless that's why everybody like whether Michigan broke the rules or not which it looks like they did that really doesn't matter in this right now. It's about due process and letting it play out. That's really brave of you to admit that Michigan probably cheated, by the way. I'm proud of you. One Michigan staffer looks like he cheated. All right. What were you going to say, Addison? Go for your theory. Your theory? That's going to make no well, sense. Well, while I theorize, I'll also, you know, Occam's razor, usually the simplest explanation is the Correct explanation. Right. And this seems pretty simple. This is a very easy place for my mind to go on this. Blake Corum is on an LLC with Connor. What's his name? Blake Corum has obviously paid money for NIL stuff Mm -hmm. and is legal for him to be paid money. So it looks to me they're using Blake Corum's NIL money, part of his, or saying money's going to Blake Corum for NIL, funneling money through Blake Corum, LLC, Connor Stallions, paying for tickets, 
That's the dumbest right. shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, you think he's you think he's making money like enough money to go to all these insane games by like fixing vacuums? Will uh, his parents can pay for that? Okay. Why would they? Quorum is not right. funding a sign stealing. That is the dumbest. I don't know. It's, it's, cool. it's I a shell. They're saying it's cool. going to Quorum. Yeah. In reality, it would be going to Stallions in this scenario. Correct. They're they're. It's a shell. Tell yeah. me, there's no logic behind that. There is no logic behind that. I think I there's logic it. behind it. I kind of thought it is. made. I thought it made perfectly sense. Perfect sense, honestly, because I thought about it for a little while and thought it made sense. Go ahead, talk whatever, talk whatever you want about Michigan. They get no, 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 okay, okay, okay. Well, no, I'm sorry. Okay, I just there told you. you I, I just told you I was doing a theory. I came up with a theory that I yeah, thought. I just I want to hear it. Will's point of view and what he thinks because I don't think I'm smart enough to understand the maize and blue review, um, thread or whatever their rivals is, and I need someone that's educated in, in Michigan to explain it for me. And there he is. I don't know if Will's going to talk about it or not, but I'll ask him if you're going to speculate or what do you think the LLC stuff means? I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. Why would their name be on an LLC together? Oh, well, I hear you. Why would their name be on an LLC together? I do not know. This guy was a Michigan. I I just wanted you to give me what you, what, a logical explanation for it, which I thought that I did. That I that's not. <laughs> mm. I I just can't. Okay, you can't as in you just don't know, or you can't as in like either. I don't on. know, and I don't want to talk about this anymore. So let's move on. Okay, so we can't give the people what they want because Will doesn't want to talk about it, and that's okay. We're gonna respect Will. Let's move on to just week ten in general. Uh, we'll start with the 11 o'clock games. I know that we were in the VOT, obviously. We'll talk about AM and Ole Miss, but also Clemson and Notre Dame played in a phenomenal game. Clemson won, which is great. And then also a big game, uh, Texas-Kansas State. Kansas State loses by three. Um, Addison, that's the one game you lost in the college football pick this week, so you've kind of been on a heater. You're up, like, what, 30 games this year on that thing? Uh, yeah, I'm like 64 and 32, 68 and 32, 64, Jeez, 66 and 34, whatever. It has to equal 100 games, so something in there. Yeah. Uh, it must be 66 and 34. Okay. Um, I wish I'd just put – I wish I'd wagered on those games throughout the year. Yeah, seriously. Way up. But a lot of those games – I don't know. The, the thought process is different when you're picking those because you have to do it as opposed yeah. to you can actually – Place some wagers you're choosing to do that mm-hmm. um you know they're giving you games you have to pick a winner or loser right i don't know it's it's some some of its luck some of it's actually having thoughts and doing a little research and knowing but a lot of that's just kind of i think this is going to happen i think it's going to say some of it's definitely you know flip of a coin well, i think it's pretty educated luck I give myself too. yeah yeah like, very well for a reason yeah I love college football. I watch a ton of it. Yep, honestly. that's fair. I love it. So, but but I mean, it's you know, some of the stuff's a crapshoot still. Yeah. Uh, so the one game I lost, Texas minus three and a half. Yep. Uh, they won by three. I was half a point away from you know being perfect in that, which would have right. been really. 
because the guy that runs it has never had a 10 and a record. I've been nine right. and one once this year. Yeah. Um, Maybe this is the week. We'll see. I haven't even looked at this week's games. I haven't either. I'm assuming it's, I mean, it's going to be like they are every week. There's going to be eight that like are, you know, power five and then a couple that you're like, why are these on here? But okay, whatever. Um, Will, are you going to go back on camera or are you going to just pout? Depends. Are y'all going to behave? We're not talking about Michigan anymore. Yeah. Okay. Even though it's really hard considering your background is Michigan and you're wearing a Michigan jersey, but that's fine. It's okay. 11 I'll o'clock games, about, Will. I'll talk o'clock. about Michigan football on the field. Okay. Well, 11 o'clock games. We'll get there we're in a minute. About right now. So there were three big ones. You had Ole Miss versus AM, you had Clemson versus Notre Dame, and then you had Texas, Kansas State. You know, as a whole, what'd you think of those three? Well, like take them one by one, whatever you want to do. I think I was the only one that picked Clemson to beat Notre Dame last week. You were? Yeah. So as I wrote in my header, Dabo shuts Tyler up. Um People are writing off Clemson too soon. Dabo, I think, will adapt to this new era. He's just kind of drug his feet a little bit longer. He's still a good coach. They still have talent all over that football field, and Notre Dame struggles on the road. That's, That's right. just pretty evident. I don't know um, if y'all saw the video that Clemson put out this week, uh, kind of, I guess, honoring Dabo. I, I guess he had a milestone. So mm-hmm. many wins or something. It was incredible. Um, it was good. It was good. And, I mean, dude, they've been so good. And I'm not yeah. a Dabo hater. I actually – like Dabo, I, he seems like a really good person. Yeah, um, I know he uses faith a lot, Christianity, God, and um, as far as I know, has no off the field stuff, you know, to make him a hypocrite or anything. Um, he's likable to me. People don't people, no. a lot of people don't like him, but to me, he's likable. The one thing he does that I do not like is him running down the hill. That's little. That is my one complaint <laughs> about him. A is when he'll sprint down the hill, looking like Forrest running down uh, the, his long driveway. That's my one Dabo complaint. He gets excited. I like, sure. Yeah, I like his cheesy kind of stuff. I'm. I cracked Welcome up when he said, "I love his nil comment about uh, Man, the image likeness of God." <laughs> like I love that. Yeah. So. Are we like going on Dabo like support train right now? We're just well, talking about the eleven o'clock games, and I was going on a Dabo support support train. Well, let me tell you, Dabo's <laughs> taking an L on Saturday <laughs> versus Georgia Tech. Hell yeah, the fighting Brink Keys. Brink Key is a dog on the road. Yeah. You're not. You're not a. Are you a Dabo fan or? Neutral. I, I, I'm actually more neutral on Dabo. Yeah. I I don't like hate him. Um, like some people have an infatuation with a factuation with hating him. I'm also like a white Christian male, and like like a lot of what Dabo portrays is stuff I tend to agree with. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I don't find him super controversial. Um, I do think. He has done some things over the last couple of years that tend to just be kind of cheesy. And like, I'm not necessarily in love with corny, cheesy people. So he's done some things where I'm like, yeah, I don't have a problem with people crapping on him. A lot of coaches, a lot of coaches do cheesy stuff, say corny stuff. Yep. 
Yeah, like I don't I think he's a good person, by the way. Like that's the other thing. There's not many good people in college football. Yeah. That's but, just what he is. As far as but, we know, there's no off the field stuff. Yeah. He is losing on Saturday. Those 14 points don't need him. Jackets are winning. What's the money line? Just I'm curious. I'm gonna look uh, it up. We're probably, kind of teasing into the predictions, but I'll look. Probably it up. gonna be. It's probably gonna be three three hundred something. Probably like three fifty. If I'm. I guessing. bet it's close to four. Let's see. It is. All right, right here, plus four seventy five. Oh wow! I mean, the disrespect. Fourteen points. Tech's hot right now. Yeah, they're hot, Tom. <laughs> they're gonna go into Death Valley. Swarm. Yeah, Stop. together we swarm. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I don't know about that. All right, well, Texas, hey, Kansas we'll State, watery grave for the yellow. You'll see. Um, Sark came out and said that Arch and Murphy are going to be splitting uh, reps in practice for first team reps. Did not see that. Yep. Hmm. Was he not happy with Murphy? I, I don't know. I mean, now that there's less than four games left in the regular season, they can play Arch theoretically, and he still has a red shirt. So yeah. I think that's the idea, you know? Luke Murphy will be a hotly contested QB in the transfer portal this offseason. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Is, um, you might have just said this, Thomas. Is yours back next year or no? So he he can come back if he wants to, but he's also draft eligible. So it's really going to depend of, like, where – He's projected to go. Got it. So, I don't know. He was the number one overall recruit in the country, reclassified, and was still the number one overall recruit in the country. Um, but I don't there know if you're sure in this, There are quarterbacks in this class that are highly, more highly sought out. I agree. You have and May. Than, you have Will. Yeah, exactly. May and Williams, just right off the bat. Bo Nix, maybe. Um We've also seen draft classes where like six QBs get taken in the first round. JJ McCarthy will probably be a first round pick. Is JJ leaving this year? Potentially. I saw um, uh, a mock draft recently that had him going to the Patriots, which I found pretty fitting because Brady to the Patriots, you know. He's played himself up to be in that top group. So I think he'll go. I think he'll go pro if he's in the. If he's supposed to go in the top. Okay, let's see. Um we'll probably put up the stats he has with that strength of schedule. All right. Other games in the it, afternoon. It, it, it's probably pretty nice to know anytime someone's bringing pressure from whatever angle they're bringing it from. Too. That's fair. Yeah, that's I, a good point. I, I like if I was back there, I'd be like, oh, yeah. They're signaling right edge pressure. I can just. Wait, are you are you talking about Ohio State, Purdue, or Rutgers? Who's this making fun of? Have y'all ever have y'all already talked about the Michigan scandal up We have, but yeah. whenever we try and ask little questions, he just goes on like mute and he blocks his camera and he doesn't want to talk about it. So we yeah, haven't really gotten look, anywhere. If you look at the stuff Dellinger's tweeting like over the last hour and stuff and the excerpts of Michigan's response, some of it's so laughable. <laughs> Oh, Do you want to read some of them out loud for class for the class? <laughs> That's your will mumble. Oh, shut up. Anyways, <laughs> all, right. Let, uh, all right. Uh let's go ahead and knock out Ole Miss AM real yep. quick. Okay. Uh recap. What do you say? 
said I had a heart attack. Uh, well, uh, general thought I had from watching it, I thought Ole Miss's offensive line was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought we kind of, for the most part of the game, whooped their ass. Yep. Um, man, we got to we got to Max Johnson late a decent amount, but then there are also times where it felt like we just when we didn't bring an extra guy, it felt like we couldn't get to him a lot of times also. Um, so I don't know how to feel like that, but it felt like the entire game we were the better team. Uh, it felt like the Arkansas game to me in some way. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a tale of two halves. The, yep. the, sad, the sad part about the first half is what could have been a dominant half just turned yep. into a half that – Everyone in the stadium knew who had won the half, but the yep. score didn't reflect yep. the way that it should have. That sequence where it was a 14-point swing, where it could have been 21 nothing because 14-7, that defines the first half. Yep. Impressed that they responded in the way that they did. You could have just like gone three and out after that, but instead we went back with a touchdown. The second half defense was bad, though. I like you can't yep. really sugarcoat that any other way, in my opinion. The offense did what it had to do, and I didn't realize this, but they did a lot more bracketed man-to-man stuff in the first half. AM did on defense, and Trey Harris just kind of dominated. They switched to more zone coverage in the second half, and we ran the ball on them. I love that we just took what they gave us with a yep. great defense, but man, their their offense ran through us in the second half. I, defense hey, did not look great. Ty, could you grab what is around your feet and pick it up and put it on camera, please? Sure. Could you hear her whining? I could, I could see. Tail. I saw a tail. <laughs> oh, she's a big old black dog. Oh, she is bigger. What's up? Hey, Sam. No, but credit to Ole Miss. Um, they did what they had to do to set up this week, which is where we all wanted to be. Eight and one going against Georgia. They haven't lost a game in Sanford Stadium since what, 2018? Is that right? So they are seniors. Yeah, 2019. College, 2019. 2019 which is our 18, senior year. 2018. Was it 2019, South Carolina beat them 20 to 17. 2018, South Carolina. It was 2018. Okay. So they are seniors. Senior year, it was 2019. I'll be, Will, Will, I will wager any amount of money on that. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Okay. 2018, South Carolina. It's ought to be good. October 12th, 2019, South Carolina 20, Georgia 17. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, Will. Oh, then why do people keep saying 2018? I don't know. I I don't know who people are, but. There are, there's like what? Still, there are like juniors and seniors in college. A little bit like Michigan's claims of of how they've been wronged. People say. Just, hey, they're being stabbed in the back. That's what it is, Ty, you know? Yeah. Anyways, there are juniors and seniors at George that have never seen their team, their their school, lose a home game. That's you know what I have to say to those? That, those kids suck. Yeah. Screw them. Georgia's yeah. is – I may, I may be off by a number two, but they're 42-1 and one their last 43 games. 
That's uh, right. Yeah. Yep. 40, the I mean, SEC championship versus Alabama, like they lost. They've won like 26 in a row or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I know we're, we don't need to get down this rabbit hole yet, but even if Georgia loses to Ole Miss, I still think they win the national championship this year. If Ole Miss beats Georgia, we all need to be the biggest Tennessee fans in the entire world. Yeah. I, so, I, I, I mean, Tennessee to beat Georgia and Tennessee to beat Alabama again, and then yeah. we're the only one-loss SEC team. Yeah. So I thought about the, the scenarios in uh, on my way home today as far as Ole Miss getting into the playoffs um, because we would jump up to fifth or sixth in the college football play rankings mm-hmm. next week, but we would not make a championship game, and then you'd have a one-loss Oregon, one-loss Texas, who would re-jump us at the end because they would have their championship conference championship this yes, is not, this is next week pod, next week's pod i'm sorry i brought it up but it's we don't okay. need to talk about we will right yeah we can talk about this if we need to next week yeah big game well like you won't you would want to an next week, next week. <laughs> have this all you'd day. also really yeah. need michigan to be like suspended from the postseason but again that's or, or you just need you need either ohio state or michigan to be undefeated <laughs> you need the washington to go undefeated um that, that that would help. And then you need Georgia to lose next week. Tennessee. All right. So as far as games last week, um, we've kind of hit on Georgia, Missouri. Um, kudos to Missouri, Alabama, LSU. Of any thoughts on that at all? It was a really good game until Daniels got hurt. Yep. Do we think that was a yeah, rough passer? Even when Daniels or whatever. Hurt. Even when Daniels was back, though, Alabama was kind of closing that one out. Oh, I agree. I don't think it impacted the game, like the final score, but I was just saying, like, I promise you the last 12 minutes would have been more compelling if Daniels. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. It would have been 49 to 35 instead of 42 to 28. I I mean, that's fair. Um, Dude, but Milrow looked good. He did. He's come he a played, long way. He, he played has. a really he played a really good game. He has come a long way. For sure. He had four rushing touchdowns as a quarterback. I think that's the most since Jalen Hurts when he had three when he was at Alabama. That, that was the only, only way LSU scored was him rushing. I didn't realize that. Milrow? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, Milrow had four rushing touchdowns. Did uh have y'all covered the Florida? Arkansas? No, but we really should. I think we should talk about Florida, Arkansas. So here's the only thing I'll say about Florida is like, dude, the SEC is awesome. The fact that a team on a six-game losing streak can go in to Gainesville and walk out with a win yep. is just incredible. Uh, the other thing too, I again, I this wasn't my original thought. I heard it on a podcast. Arkansas almost got screwed out of that game. Yep. Um, they let Florida kick a field goal to try to tie the game or send it to overtime. Mm-hmm. And they were they should have had a 10-second runoff. Um, and the game should have ended. It, yep. Go back and look at it. The refs almost screwed Arkansas, but instead Damn. they missed it. Mm-hmm. Um it was pretty crazy. Hmm. Will was the only one that picked Florida to cover. 
What was the line on that game? Well, 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 I think when we recorded the podcast, it was about five, but it ended up closing at about two and a half. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it, it moved a lot in Arkansas's favor later in the week. Gators in danger of missing a bowl game. They got to close at LSU. Yep. Will Daniels um, play on Saturday? Apparently, he worked out today, whatever that yeah. means. Yeah, apparently, I think Thomas, you said this. He was thrown up on the sidelines afterwards. Yep. So, one of my friends was at the game, and I texted him, like, about Daniels, and he was like, yeah, I'm watching him throw up on the sideline right now. He's concussed. He's not going back in. So, I hate that for him. You could tell with his eyes after that hit that he oh. was not there. Yeah. He was so out of it. I can't believe they let him go back in for a play. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah. That was not good. All right. Uh, uh, Washington, uh, USC, anything to say about that one? Uh, Yeah. I think South Carolina uh, – South Carolina – Southern California is way late on firing. Um, Alex French. Alex French. Yeah. should have been done. He should have – well, I don't think he ever should have been at USC uh, with him. But, uh, yeah, that, that firing should have happened a long time ago. Um, you don't think he should have been at US? What do you mean? I don't think he ever should – I don't think Lincoln Riley – should have ever brought him to USC from Oklahoma. And he was a highly respected name. I mean, he's gotten a job at Ohio State, and then, I mean, he was Leach's D.C. I mean, I agree with you. He should have been fired earlier this year, but. I, yeah, I guess bringing him talk about fired earlier in the year. I know we just left the game. Dan Enos at Arkansas. Should have been hired. Yeah. yeah. Been hired. That, that's like, that results more of a, like, Ooh, Sam Pittman, why didn't you do that sooner? That that's what happens when you hire your friends. Wasn't, wasn't and I I heard this on a podcast that I'm sure all four of us listen to. So, yeah, take that with a grain of salt. Wasn't the offensive coordinator that is calling plays now? It was like his first game to ever call plays at any level. I believe so. Yeah, he that was is a, insane. He was a former wide receiver at Ohio State. Pretty good player. Okay. Um, fact Wednesday. Thank you for that. Yep. Thanks, Will. Little fun okay, fact. Okay. Okay. I want to hear because you've gone here and you do your little trivia and you're like, it's <laughs> the ten schools that did this. Then I just throw a little fun fact and you make me feel like an idiot. So you know no, what? I said thank you. Back no, also, okay. Will. Will. It was also. It was very brave of you to bring up an Ohio State alum. So I'm really proud of you for doing that. That's kind of more where my tone was coming from. Did y'all? I didn't realize this. Uh, Dolphins head coach. I just blanked on his name. If, if y'all figured out, I'm awful with names. Uh, Mike McDaniel. McDaniel's. Mike McDaniel. I found out yesterday he played college ball at Yale. Yeah, he's a smart dude. I didn't know, but, but I, I know that. I didn't realize he actually played football at a university. Mm -hmm. Which I know it's Yale, but I mean that's more impressive. Yeah, he was a wide receiver. Football. Is that right? I think so. I think I'll look it up. I'll look it up because now, uh, now I'm emotionally invested. And it's still pretty, pretty impressive. So, uh, other big notable games. Da, 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 da. Mm. 
Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, awesome. Last possibly the last Bedlam game. Yeah. Um, yeah, that State, was awesome. Oklahoma State obviously won. I think we should talk about that a little bit. And uh, okay. well, since you know ball, I think we need to rely on you. What do we think about Jeff Levy? Jeff Levy, excuse me. Well, if you ask Addison, he should never be allowed to coach football because he's incompetent <laughs> and all that. But in reality, I, I think Jeff Levy is going to make an excellent head coach one day because he's incredibly organized. And regardless what you like to say, he is a good play caller. There are some issues. You you always have those fourth down, whatever, and then his second half offense typically do- drops off, but – that type of stuff can get fixed. We saw that with Charlie Weiss last year. Yeah, he's definitely not a he, he's definitely not a good adjuster at halftime. That was my biggest knock on him. He is he doesn't make it halftime adjustments. His Redson offense an, is pretty anemic as well. He's an elite uh, offense coordinator. Stocks dropping. I wouldn't say elite. I, I wouldn't use the word elite for Jeff Lubby. I would say he's good. He's solid. He's one of the top five to ten offensive coordinators in the game right now. That's an elite offensive coordinator. Mm, I would have to think of a list. Yeah. But I don't Link, know. Nick Saban tried to hire him. Dabo Sweeney tried to hire him. I mean, we see who who what Nick Saban's offense is now, though. Yeah, so, but you think the greatest football coach of all time is just going to be like, I'm going to hire this guy because he's an idiot. <laughs> I never said he was an idiot. I said he's really. I said he's really good. I didn't say. I just. I want to say he's top five. I don't think I would go elite. He is a. Well, he is paid like he's the highest paid OC I think in the country. Oh no, no, I understand that. Also has a terrible neck beard and is fat. Oh, shut up. I will defend Jeff Levy as long as he's not the head coach at Mississippi State next year, and then I will not defend him because that would show poor decision making. No, no oh. good coach should ever take the yeah. Mississippi State job. It does run in the family. It does. Off camera now. All right. Uh, I know I would take I would take uh Heupel over him for play calling. Mm-hmm. I would uh well Heupel's a head coach. I think we're I talking know, about he, strictly he okay. does call okay. he calls plays, right? Okay. Then I would take Lincoln Riley over him if we're doing call playing. Easily. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because Lincoln Riley essentially calls the offense. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying, like play calling. Um, Kendall Browles, yeah, Kendall Browles last year. I feel like, um, Garrett Riley, yep. We need one more just to get to five. I mean, Charlie, I mean, Charlie's doing pretty other than uh, Alabama, Charlie's doing pretty well. Who, who'd you list before Garrett Riley? Kendall Bryles? Well, Jeff is a better OC than Kendall. You sure? Lynn Kiffin is sure. All right. We can talk about this later. Are there yeah, any other – that, that was four years ago. I wonder if he'd make the same decision. Today. Are there any other games – are there any other games from last week that we want to talk about before we get into this week? Okay. Um, Okay. Iowa Western under hits again. Yep. Easily. Yep. Easily. You know um, the over under at halftime was 14 and a half in that game? 
We'll continue playing that line. I mean, we'll keep doing the Big Ten West stuff. Oh, wait, dang it. I was going to say next year we put a ban on Big Ten West unders, but this is the last year the Big Ten West exists. Yeah. So I think we should continue to ride it out. I don't know who Iowa's playing this week, but I'm going to take the under. Rutgers, 28 and a half. It is now the lowest ever. and a half? 28 and a half. I'm pretty sure it's on here. I'll play it just because, I mean, I'm going to play it for fun. Yeah, just because it's yeah. fun. All right. Fun fact, another fun fact, that football game played at Wrigley was not the highest scoring game this season. The Cubs beat the Reds 20 to 9 earlier this summer at Wrigley. That was the highest scoring game played this year in that stadium. Wow. All right, let's get into Week 11 preview. Miami plus 14 and a half at Florida State. A lot of points over under 50 and a half. I tend to think Miami will cover 14 and a half at Florida State this weekend. That That's too many points for me. I know that hook's there. Vegas kind of tempts you with that hook. They're daring you to take Miami, it seems, Vegas, when they do these lines. But, yep. man, I just can't see – I don't know. That's a lot of points for me. I, I'm going to leave Miami to cover that. I agree with you. I would love a Miami win. Oh, that would be great for Ole Miss. Um, uh, I think it's going to happen. Miami wins? I think Miami's going to beat Florida State. Okay. I think Miami got a little look ahead last week. I think they were kind of – they had their eyes on this game. Miami's clearly has the, Miami clearly has the talent to do it. And, I mean, FSU only put 24 up on Pitt, and Pitt practically has quit this year. So, um, rivalry game, I I don't know. FSU's, I, I think they're due for a slip-up at some point. And From your lips to God ear, God's ears, bro. They put it in a good way, too. I feel like every year we always talk about how, like, if all these teams win, who are they going to put in? And then it all works then, out. Yeah, and at the end of November, yeah. everything works out. And I think this is the first step of it kind of slowly starting to work itself out. I think I think my, the Canes get the Knolls here. Love it. Tyler Van Dyke's a good quarterback. He is. He's been in. there, I feel like, since I've been like a junior in high school. But he is a good quarterback. Yeah. All right. Hold on real quick. Well, no, we're going to get to it. Yeah. All right. Moving forward, um, Duke versus UNC, a more basketball rivalry, but I guess they play in football as well. Duke's a 14-and-a-half-point dog traveling to Chapel Hill. Over-under is set at 50-and-a-half. I think UNC covers. I, I don't think Leonard's playing, so I'll go. I was going to say, Will, I need an injury report. Huh? I need an injury report for Duke. I Duke is so irrelevant now. I could not tell you what Riley Leonard's health status is. Thomas, you don't think he's playing? Mm-mm. That line sure does say so. Because like, yeah, you're talking about a seven and two team versus a six and three team. They both have the same conference record, and yeah. it's a fourteen point. Yeah, no Riley Leonard. UNC covers this. All right, y'all ready to go to the next one? Oh, yeah. Ty, I'll let you 
introduce this one. I feel like this one's personal for you. Yeah, not really, but I definitely <laughs> jackets are getting some disrespect. So jackets are getting 14 points at Clemson. Here's a little breakdown for you for the ACC. Guess who's in third place in the ACC? Who? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Four and two record in the conference. Want to guess what Clemson's record is in the conference? What? Two and four. Sheesh. 14 points. I Don't think beat them. Go Jackets. I think the national perspective of this is Clemson's still a household name. They just beat Notre Dame. That's eye candy for the casual college football fan. Georgia Tech still isn't getting the love from the casual college football fan. I think Vegas is feeding that, feeding off of that. I think 14 is too many for Georgia Tech this weekend. I think it's a close game. Like you said, Brent Key is a he's a top 25 killer, which is why Clemson finds a way to win this game because they're not in the top 25. But it's a close game. Also plays incredible away. Really? Yeah. Like, he's in a very good away football coach. Georgia Tech was very close to covering that miss. Clemson 38, Georgia Tech 7. Moving on. Into the Big 12 we go. Texas Tech plus three and a half at Kansas. Uh, the over-under 61 and a half. I personally really like the under here. I agree with that. Um, I mean, what I say? Of Texas I like Tech versus Kansas. Uh, every week I'm going to mention this when Texas Tech is on the board. Remember when Will said Texas Tech was going to be a one-loss team going into the last week of the season? Because I do. Anyways. Well, have a high school <laughs> football coach leading your program. <laughs> well, if you're going to talk about all the times you're right, we get to talk about all the times you're wrong, okay? Um. Hey, don't yeah. sleep on inexperienced coaches. Oklahoma State hired a D2 offensive coordinator, and look at them. That dude's a Republican and has a mullet. That's right. One, one, one news, one nation news, or whatever it's called. Almost OAN. Huh? OAN. Mm-hmm. One American news, is that it? So, yeah. Um, I think Kansas wins the ball game. I do too. I think I they cover too. as well. I, like I think they cover I like pretty the easily. I, I love the over. Give me Kansas by a touchdown. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Oklahoma State at UCF, getting the the John Rice Plumley fighting Knights are getting two and a half points. This game's weird to me. It's a little bit of a hangover spot. You're in uh what you're in the bounce house. Bounce house. Yep. Uh man, I don't know. This is kind of a really fishy line to me because Oklahoma I was thinking State, the same thing. I feel like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State should be like a five and a half point favorite. Oklahoma State should be at least a field goal favorite, you would think, even on yep. the road. Um, but it's a little bit it's a hangover spot. You're playing in the bounce house. UCF has not been impressive in the Big 12 this year either. Mm-hmm. Um I mean e- everything in me says Oklahoma State should win this yep. game mm-hmm. semi-easily. There's something about Gus Malzahn as an underdog at times, and he always wins a game he's not supposed to. Um, and so I don't know. This is a stay away for me. For the sake of the podcast, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I'm doing the same thing. I, have, I think Oklahoma State covers, 
but because that line is so weird, it's kind of like, you know, Kansas State versus Missouri. We all thought that was a weird line. It kind of gives me that those kind of vibes that I'm staying away. But if I had to pick, I would pick Oklahoma State. This game reminds me a lot, kind of like how that Arkansas game is going to feel like. It's going to be sleepy. The Arkansas Ole Miss game. It's going to be sleepy, but the better team's going to win this football game. Yeah. Oklahoma State's better. UCF's going to hang around, but I, I mean, what's that? The, the crazy stat is the new Big 12 teams going against old Big 12 teams. Um, It's not even close. Like, they're only beating each other. BYU beat Texas Tech, and I think that's it. Yeah. Um, um, so give me Oak State here. I agree, Will. The other thing, too, is Oklahoma State has just been a drastically different football team since the middle of September. Like, I think they've won six games in a row, right? Yep. After losing to South Alabama, dominated by South Alabama. They're on a roll. I I think Gundy's doing a great job. I think they they cover. Yeah, talk about, like, a midseason coaching performance. Like, He's done a really good job. Gunny's a great coach. All right. Want to move on to the next one? Yes. West Virginia is traveling to Norman, Oklahoma. They are a 13 and a half point dog over under set at 58 and a half. I think Oklahoma wins by probably 13, 14. I like 33, 34 to 20 Oklahoma in this game. West Virginia, Mountain Mama is going to lose the game. OU rebounds, two touchdown win. They're going back on the country roads after this game. Uh, too many points. I tend to, yeah, I see how you could get there. It's in Norman. They have a lot of negative. I think they're going to lock in and they'll, they're going to handle. West Virginia has been kind of meh these past couple of weeks. Yeah, they've definitely slipped down. Uh, but I just think that's too many points. I'm kind of down on Oklahoma a little bit, maybe that's more fair. than it should be. I think Oklahoma. I think West Virginia can run the football still, um, and stay in it. And now on to the Big Ten. All right, probably the biggest game, arguably. This is one of the two biggest games this week. We got Michigan traveling to Happy Valley State College as a four and a half point favorite, five and a half on some books as well. Over under is set at 45 and a half. Um, Well, we all know what you're going to say, so just go ahead and say it. Michigan's going to kick their ass. Why? They're just the better football team. Michigan's. Michigan has a better quarterback. They have better coaching. They're better in the trenches. They have a better defense. They have a better running back. I mean, I could just sit here and list every position by position where Michigan's better than Penn State. Penn State's D-line is better than Michigan's O-line. No, they're not. Michigan's O-line? You think Penn State's DL is better than Michigan's O-L? Yeah. Michigan's OL has won the award for the best offense line in the country the past two years, and they're about I mean, to for the third. It, I mean, if when they're playing Michigan School for the Blind every week, I would hope so. They won these awards when playing Penn State, Ohio State, and other schools like that. So, not this year. This not is yet. this this is a repeat 
back in 97 when Michigan went undefeated and won the national championship, Michigan and Penn State played in a top five game. Number two, Penn State hosted number four, Michigan, in a wideout. Michigan won that game 34 to eight. This isn't a wideout. I'm not completely sure. It's a wideout. You're right. It's a stripeout. But they're going to be, that stadium is going to be empty. In the fourth quarter, 31 7. How Chicago. many years? What 1997 has to do with 2023? How many years? And when 97, had your dad only like lived in Michigan for like four months at that point? I'm not convinced his dad actually ever lived in Michigan at this point. He went to like Weber State or something like that where he did his residency. I was not born in 1997, so I'm not completely sure what this game has to do with 1997. It has nothing to do with anything. Will's just trying to make a point. All right, I'll, I'll get back to the game. Um, here's my take on how this game goes. I think it is going to be a pretty good first-half football game. I think this will be by far the biggest test Michigan has faced um, all year. Like, they just haven't really played anyone. And Penn State, well, I don't think they're all-stars. They're better than yeah. anyone they've played. The best I think its play. defense is pretty good. I kind of see this game kind of being one of those where, like, it's like a 24-10 to 10 Michigan win. Um, I don't think Penn State's going to be able to score on Michigan's defense. I think the kid's story is cool, but the Drew Alar kid is not going to be able to move the yeah. ball on Michigan. Um and I'll, I think- I'll push back on that a little bit. Since the since the Ohio State game, uh, oh, after the Ohio game. State game had ended, Penn State had thrown 15 passes, more than 20 yards in the air. Uh, they've thrown completed 14 since then. So they've opened up the playbook a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I, mean- think they, I think they will. I just want to push back a little bit on that, but continue. I mean, they played Indiana and Maryland. That's very fair. Very um, fair. I mean, that's just my prediction for the game. I think it will be a close first half game, yeah. but I think Michigan is the better football team and will pull away. I'm very intrigued by this matchup. I'm excited to see Michigan go against a real football team. Yeah. Where are we watching this game? We'll figure it out. A bar yeah. somewhere? That cool. sounds good to me. Bar downtown uh, somewhere. Uh, I'm picking uh, Michigan twenty, not Michigan, Penn State twenty seven twenty one. But sorry, yeah, Addison, I, I cut you off. Give no, 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 no. You're perfect. You're perfect. I don't mind at all. Um, I, I think I mean I'm I'm excited to see Michigan and Penn State play because it's a real test for Michigan. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's hard for me at this point in time to get to Penn State covering this spread though. I need to listen to my advanced analytics guys on Friday and see what they say. BBOC. Yep. <laughs> they helped um, me make my uh they helped me make my picks for uh the college football pickup, Thomas. There we go. Love it. All righty. Rutgers, Iowa. Over under a historic 28 and a half. Rutgers is a one point dog. Whatever. Iowa three nothing. Under, I I typed before you said that Iowa two to nothing. Under, 
Iowa currently the front runner for the Big Ten West, the most hotly competitive division in college football, where every team from one to seven still has a shot to win. Perdon is starting to play their way out, but it's because their coach is a bitch. All right, shall we move to the Pac-12? Uh, yep, Arizona minus 10 half at Colorado. I want to show some Arizona love real quick. Go for um, it. They, their starting quarterback got hurt. They made a quarterback change. Mm-hmm. Uh, their new quarterback is light years ahead and better than their old quarterback. And they look like a top 25 team in the country all of a sudden. Um, man, what could have, what this season could have been if, if they'd been doing this all along. Colorado on the opposite side, uh, made a coordinator change this past week. Made yep. zero sense. The other guy wasn't doing a bad job. New coordinator slowed it down, slowed the offense down, um, and really just made some bad calls. Um, Colorado is a dumpster fire, dude. Yeah, Colorado's Talk about Arizona, 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 Arizona all day. Lock of the week. 401k yeah. lock of the week. Arizona. I like that score, Will. Darn it. Arizona's going to kick the shit out of them. I don't, I don't get the whole demoting their OC. He wasn't Sean doing bad. Chris, they were no, not. It, doing it bad wasn't at all. his fault. He wasn't like no. he was playing a good. He was calling a good game. It's got to be something internally, but that guy's going to get some jobs offers. If I'm him, I'm taking the first Mac job that comes back open. I just head right back to the Mac and tear up those offenses, tear up those defenses again. We'll see. All right. Utah at Utah. Washington. Go ahead, Addison. You got it. No, I'm sorry. You got it. I was just trying Utah to. Utah is traveling to Washington. They are nine and a half point dog over under set at 51 and a half. Ty, you want to start this one out? Yeah. I mean, well, I'd love for this to be the game that Washington finally drops. The issue is I just don't think Utah can move the football. Mm-hmm. They do not have an offense. Unless I'm missing something with quarterback play that's changed, but I may I introduce you to the Washington defense because they will help them move the football. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, shit, man, it's bad though over in Utah. Um, I it's bad. They like ranked 14. I think Utah loses the game but covers. That's my prediction. But hey. Again, Will, would love for this to happen. I will be clear. You might have some bias because you picked FSU to lose to Miami and Washington to lose to Utah. I'm picking picking because I think chaos is going to happen. Yeah, your chaos meters. Yeah, but my point is, is that there hasn't been that much chaos throughout the point of this year. It's about to all unleash at one time. It's going to make this month glorious. Until we beat Georgia and then lose to Mississippi State. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Will. I, I would. <laughs> the joke. If 10 and 1 Ole Miss lost in Starkville, I don't know if I would have anything to live for at that point. <laughs> I'm sure Mary Morgan would love to hear that. Oh, I told her that the other day <laughs> when someone else made the, that comment. 
guys, we got to up our game. There's this kid I grew up with in Montgomery, and they do this for the Al- their Alabama podcast, and they have a backdrop and everything. How do you do that? That's I have a backdrop. No, they have it like branded borders, logos, name plates. We need a social media marketing person. Yeah, there's someone that I know that does it too. And their Instagram page is pretty impressive. I'll send it to y'all. I'll reach out to our treasurer and see if we can afford it. Okay. Sounds good. Thomas is the treasurer. (laughs) All right. USC, Oregon, Bo Heisman campaign. He's going to put up some points. He is. I want to say something about Washington real quick. They couldn't run the ball up until a couple weeks ago. And now that kid from Mississippi that transferred from state is dominated USC on Saturday. He averaged nine yards a carry or something crazy. Uh, Over 200 yards rushing against USC. That was impressive. I just wanted to get that in there. What was his name? Dylan what, Will? Johnson. Who? Dylan Dylan Johnson. Dylan Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. He was was incredible. Ole Miss almost had him, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, Oregon wins by 20, 47-27. Man, it's going to be interesting to see if USC just – I just think – I mean, they've lost three in a row. you got to think it's tough what, losing three games in a row, getting back to normal and everything, coming off an emotional loss – Caleb Williams was, you know, gave it everything he had. The defense is looking for a new coordinator. And Oregon's just firing on all cylinders right now. I don't know. This game just seems like disaster for USC. Yeah. Yeah, dang, you convinced me just off of that. I'll take Oregon to cover. God, I I can't back USC either. I mean, that's – yeah, do you ever feel confident like backing USC too? You, know? you can't back USC, especially at this point in the year. And after what they've, yeah, that was a bad loss. All right, into the conference, the really only one that truth, truthfully matters. Really, the best conference in college football. The SEC, Bama minus 10.5 at Kentucky over under 46.5. The SEC so good, Michigan wants to leave the Big Ten for it, supposedly. I did not say that. I said all options are on the table. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want them. We don't take them. That, that, is, very that is less realistic than my theory that I had earlier about Blake Horm and the LLC. I personally don't think Michigan would leave for the SEC. I think Michigan and Michigan would start their own conference. Okay, shut up. All right, back to like actual football. <laughs> <laughs> That is one of the most absurd things that has ever come out of your mouth. No, it's not. They would start Michigan, their own conference. Michigan, Notre Dame, and you pick off the eight best ACC programs to make the ACC fold, and you got a 10-team conference that would have would Florida State, Miami, Clemson. Why would, no, no, no. Why would Notre Dame leave with Michigan? Why would they? Money. Green. Dude, Michigan's not even a rival of theirs. Like it's Did not really even. Do you want to join and partner with a program that clearly bends the rules to further okay. back off screen? I go. 
This and is what he does. does. It's super frustrating. You can't argue with him because he does this think, shit. I don't think he believes what he just said. I don't think he believes any of the stuff. No, he doesn't. He's doing like the whole like deny until you die type thing. And then he'll chuckle, oh, yeah, we did it. But some of the stuff that's come out of his mouth over the last three weeks has just been asinine. It's really hard to his friend right now. I still don't think I've comprehended exactly what he just said. Michigan and Notre Dame are going to start their own conference. All right. I want to I wanna keep moving. Um, yep. Let's go to the SEC. Um, first game is Bama at Kentucky. Kind of a bizarre line to me, just from the standpoint of Bama giving Kentucky 10.5 points. Do you think this is just one of those lines where they just don't want all the money? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it should be bigger? Do you think it should be a, a larger line? I do. They just beat LSU 42-28. to 28. I think it's a, a hangover spot. Yeah. I, I'm just surprised by it. That's all I'll say. It's like I, you have I that, you have that big win and then you go on the road. But um, like there's to a no, team that, to a team that can play defense. As uh, much as I'd love for this to be a game where it's like Kentucky like pops in the mouth. Yeah. Stoops just doesn't win flashy games. He also doesn't win games where he's clearly outmatched from a talent standpoint. Yeah, that's what I'm that's kind of what I meant. Like he wins yeah, a lot yeah. of games. He's supposed to win, but like, can you tell me a marquee win? Like, he's beating teams when they're down. Yeah. But like, I, I, none of them pop off the page for me. I tell you, I'm going to play Alabama first half. That's, I wrote weekend. that a lot a couple of years ago and made a lot of money off that. La- I did it last week against LSU and LSU. Tied it right before halftime, so I lost my bet. But I'm gonna play Alabama first half this Saturday. I can guarantee. Uh, I imagine twenty one. I think yeah. it won every single week, but one. It was yeah. wild. It was great. George um, was good that same year, first half. Yep, the they were. But I uh, yeah, really lean Alabama. I like. I I think this. I don't know why this line is that low. I had Alabama thirty three seventeen. I don't think Kentucky's gonna score that many points. That's fair. Yeah. If Alabama, I mean, as long as Alabama's locked in on defense, I, I, hell, they've gotten better. LSU only scored 28. Ole Miss only scored 10. Also, if you look at the second half alone, Alabama in the second half still has let up like, I think, 30, maybe 30 points since Ole Miss in the second half. That is crazy. All right, the CBS 230 game of the week, since Will's not going to say anything. Um, well, I was going to wait for y'all to finish talking. Well, it's kind of hard yeah, to understand on. what's going on when you're not on camera. camera. No, until you go on camera, we're just going to keep moving. Bama wins in cover slightly, but it's a sleepy game. 11 a.m. in Lexington. I said they, 31. They clinch the SEC West with a win here, don't they? They do. They do. All right, Tennessee. I want them to. I want them to go to the SEC championship game. Tennessee at Missouri. Um, Tennessee's a one and a half point favorite over under set at 58 and a half. Addison, you want to lead us off? What are we talking about? Tennessee, Missouri. Oh, uh, Tennessee just had an emotional loss. 
I mean, Missouri just had an emotional loss. Tennessee's motivated yeah. right now. They they see the SEC championship still kind of controlling their own destiny. Yep. Tennessee has more to play for than Missouri. Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think Tennessee goes goes in and wins. I agree with that. I have balls 28-24. What do you want, 28 I think I, lean, I, I think I think I like that score. I think I would lean under here, mm-hmm. believe it or not. And the Missouri wide receiver is going to be out. Mm-hmm. Addison. With the burden. 20% of the bets are on the under in that Tennessee-Missouri game, but 51% of the money is on the under. Yeah. That's a interesting statistic right there. I, I kind of like the under there, too. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to say about this game? Not really, no. I wish we I wish I had done more homework and had some stats. Uh, Auburn plus two and a half at Arkansas. I like Arkansas here. I mean, I'm just I do too. Gut. Arkansas 27-17. They made the change. They're at home. They went out and go to a bowl. They're still playing for stuff. I guess Auburn can still go to a bowl too. But uh yep. I mean, I actually I just think Auburn's a little better than Auburn. I think I mean I think Arkansas, Arkansas is a little better than Auburn. Auburn. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially at home, awful win. They have some motivation. Um, momentum, I mean, not motivation. Uh, I like Arkansas here. I would agree. I also lean this under. Unders are so much fun to bet right now for me. I love rooting for defense. I love rooting for defense. Arkansas in November is not a fun place to visit. No, it is not. Um, I also think Auburn will struggle to move the football on Arkansas's defense. Arkansas's defense is sound. Um, and after last week, they got the ball rolling on offense. And I'd love, I'd love for Hugh to get a little pipe. Yeah. I I see y'all I, – I don't know if y'all see this or not, but I follow SEC, like the actual SEC account on Instagram, and I follow Saturday down south. Mm-hmm. Every time Auburn – football post they do it shared with those two accounts so i see way too many auburn football posts um and they are really excited about their offense right now and their quarterback because they played some garbage teams and did and scored a couple points uh not gonna go well for them at arkansas this weekend but they have gained a little momentum themselves playing state and vanderbilt arkansas wins a very ugly football game I agree. I would not want to watch this o'clock. game. I would put a parental advisory on this game. This yeah, way, it's the three o'clock SEC network. You this, love is the most, this is the most Big Ten West SEC game that you could possibly get. If you were running a prison, this is the game you put on TV and make your people watch <laughs> in the prison. I'd choose death penalty. <laughs> I mean, just like Michigan football. They're obviously not getting the death penalty. Will that's a joke. He's just let him do his thing. I'm over it. But obviously, that's obviously not a realistic comment, Will, for me. Uh oh. Oh my God. This is the first time I actually pay attention to the spread. 19. It's kind of weird. Will Rogers might play, right? Will Rogers might be back. Mm, I don't think so. I'm not sure. 
Okay. I take state here too. Max Johnson's not going to play. And if he is, he's going to be a fragmented version of himself. All the rumors out of AM after the old miss game was he cracked a rib. Mm-hmm. The, take, take the under and take state. It's a lot of points. I like the under. That's a lot of points. I don't know. I, I would if, hate to if, play if, state. If Johnson was out and you lose out. Yeah, that's too many points for a third-string quarterback. And your team's already, like, deflated. State's also playing a third-string quarterback. That's fair. They They benched Mike Wright on Saturday. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. I don't like watching bad football. Yeah, I mean. Like, when is this game? Do we know? Is it the sixth SEC Network? No, it's uh, gosh, no, it's uh, seven o'clock ESPN two. Ugh, seven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. That would be really funny. It's that should, could... be, that should be like the cone of shame game of the week, where it's like you're so ass, you've got to play at seven a.m. No, put it at midnight on a. Uh... Saturday morning, so those idiots can actually call it midnight yell. All right. Um, do we want to move on to the next game? Yeah. Florida's traveling to Death Valley. They are a 13-and-a-half-point dog. The over-under is set at 63-and-a-half. <laughs> Florida's a frustrating team because, like, they beat Tennessee. Yep. And then they lose to Arkansas, and I guess they – they lost to Kentucky also. I mean, they're – I don't know. They, they're a lot they, better team at home than they are on the road. Is Daniels going to play this weekend also? It's hard to say. I mean – I think Nuss is pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah but that, that offense – is, he's, not, he's not as mobile. He's not as good of a runner. That offense is still going to be a lot different with Nussmeyer playing quarterback. Um, I don't know. Can, can Florida make a ball? Are they playing? Um, they are five and four right now, and they, they play close. and they play A and M. You know, no. play LSU, Missouri, Missouri, and Florida, Florida State. That is so tough, dude. Billy Napier's, go, Billy Napier's going into next year with his with his pants a little tight. Yep, a little tight. They're going to be on fire. This game's always crazy, though. I'm going to take Florida. I mean, I'm going to take Florida to cover. This game's always weird. Did y'all see? I know y'all saw it because Thomas, you commented on it. I actually loved Brian Kelly's locker room speech. I did too. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, like, if I was a fan of LSU, I watched that locker room speech and I'm like, that's who I want leading my football program. That's yep. the coolest thing he's done since he's been at LSU. Yep. I wouldn't want to be a video kid for him, but that was that was pretty neat. Was that not like exactly what you want a coach to say after a loss like that? I thought it was well done on his part. Yep. It's almost like he's won a lot of games for a reason, you know. Almost like, yeah, he gets hired despite the fact he killed a kid. Here's the thing, too, though. He is not an elite coach. I would agree with that. That's I think great. he's a great coach, like a really good coach, but I don't think he's elite. 
Well, he's not elite, but he he's going to be. he's going to win a title at LSU. Well, yeah, everyone wins a title at LSU. He's an elite coach. Coco. Who's their DC right now? Matt uh, fired. Zach Garnett. I was Matt, about to say that. Matt House was the DC at Kentucky for a long time. Went to go be the Chiefs linebackers coach, and then LSU hired him to be their DC. He's actually really well respected. We can't figure it out this year. He may not be there next year, though. Well, that I mean, someone kept posting a rumor about how Zach Arnett's going to go to LSU once he gets canned. But I saw LA writers are writing about Zach Arnett to USC already, which makes sense too. He's he was the defense coordinator in the Mountain West. He's from. He was at San Diego State. He's yeah. from, he's a California guy. I think he'd be. I, a good I, DC, I, I would leave State's head coaching job to be the DC at USC. I think that's a better job. Los Angeles or Starkanistan? No NIL. But it's a head coach in the SEC. He's paid. He's getting paid what, like three million dollars? He can probably get two million from USC, be the DC there, fix their defense, and then get a, actually a decent job that will give him a million dollars in LA is probably eight hundred K and three million in Starkville is probably four million. Okay, but you also do realize that coaches pretty much have everything already paid for them. So all oh, he wants to do is buy a house. Oh, I'm just just saying Well uh Lincoln Rally got a house to the university, so maybe he can get that too. Would be smart on their part. Zach Cornett is a very good coach. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a good defensive coach. But their defense has gone down this year. He's not – I know he's not – he handed over control, but I thought their defense would have been better. Uh, m- moving on. That's beside the point. We're way past state. Uh, Ole Miss, the game of the week. Game of the week in the country. Top ten matchup. Ole Miss, game day. Correct. Ole Miss plus 10.5 at Georgia, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, over under 58.5. Um, I've been listening to Lane Kiffin press conferences this week. He seems relaxed. He seems loose. He acts like we, you know, we can't win the West. Uh, you know, we don't – you don't know what you accomplish with a win here. Um, you just know you, you get a, a big win, a signature win for Kiffin. Um if you lose, I don't know if you necessarily lose anything either. Um, at least he literally you said the words free shot. Yeah, free conference. shot. Kevin said free shot. Um, you know, he's always tight against, you know, the Bama game. Bama game always gets him. He's tight. I think he coaches tight in it. I think he's going to be really loose. I think Ole Miss is going to go into Georgia compete. Um, you have a couple plays go your way, and you 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 win in Athens. I mean, I'm being honest. You have a couple of that plays go your way, you win in Athens. I just don't know, man. I really want to, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm picking Ole Miss to cover 10 and a half. And, oh, I think we're going to cover. Yeah. And Las Vegas plays, is great at plays their go our way, we win. Las Vegas is great at their job. It's 10 and a half. Georgia 35, Ole Miss 24. 11-point game. Athens is just too tough a place to win. There's a reason why nobody does. And there's a reason why, I mean, 
Carson Beck, for as gooby as he looks, has actually been quietly putting together an incredible year. Brock Bowers could be back. I thought that was more bait than anything. But all right. All right. Delp has proven to be pretty good himself, the tight end that's replaced him. Georgia's actually, has, they have weapons argue, all over the place. I'd actually argue that I'd rather them put Bowers in. Their offense, since he's out, has actually opened up a little bit because I mm-hmm. think they're, they stopped trying to force the ball his way. Yep. Um, I'm going to push back on Will's love for, for uh, Sanford Stadium a little bit. Isn't that right, Sanford Stadium? Yep. Yeah. Georgia doesn't lose many games on the road either. It's almost been just as long since they lost on the road as it's been since at home. There, um, I was listening to a radio guy from them today, and he was talking about how it's not an intimidating environment. It doesn't get very loud. It's not an intimidating environment for other teams to come into and play. And they don't Kirby play challenged the fans this week to be loud and be more intimidating. They don't play at night a lot, though. It's different. Oh, they didn't have a single night game last year. Mm-hmm. They had the night game against Kentucky this year, but I mean it's Kentucky. I remember that that night game against Notre Dame a couple years ago was a scene. Um, it is so. I think I'm the only person here that's been to a game in Sanford Stadium. Is that fair? Okay, okay yeah. Mister Yellow Jacket. Yeah. So no, I, I actually went to a non-Georgia Tech game in Athens before. I've been a few times. That stadium does not get as loud as Baton Rouge, Tennessee, even t- even Brian Denny. So that is a fact. I'm not saying it won't be a raucous environment. I think yeah. it will be. But, I mean, shit, man. I don't think it'll be any worse than Jordan Hare at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I just we've, – we've been through it already. Yeah. Like, that's the good news about it. I my take on the game is there's a few things that would have to go our way. Yep. And it's one, we have to do one of two things on offense, and it's probably both of them. Our wideouts have to win one-on-one battles if they play man-to-man, which is historically what a Kirby Smart style defense will do. We have to have Trey Harris do what Theo Weiss and Luther Burton did, be able to go over the top and catch the ball. If they shut, if they shut Harris down, we're going to lose. Um, second, if they back more away from that and go more zone, we've got to be able to run the football. And that's something Missouri did well, and it's what Auburn did really well mm-hmm. against them, uh, and specifically with kind of like run outside runs um, off the tackle. Yeah. That's- you got to play basically a perfect game from that perspective. I agree this with this has been better team. running outside. Correct. I think the matchup there is positive. Now our starting right tackle will be out for the game, which that stinks. Yep. Um, I think the bigger threat is that we aren't going to be able to stop them on all on offense. I to Will's point. Beck has slowly put together a very impressive year. Yeah, and if they, yep. like if they score 35 points, we don't win the ball game. I don't see us scoring 35 plus. I think the game that we win, we keep them in the mid 20s and we maybe break 30, like a 31-24 type game. 
the oh. like the fan in me wants to say we pull that off. The realist in me says it's probably the opposite where we we go play a close game and fourth quarter they they pull they away. Pull away. Yeah. We win by about 10 points. Beck yeah. hasn't had That's a game a really where he hasn't had like that first year starter game where he just played terrible. Like he's had a pretty here, here is one take I have though about the game, and I am very confident about this. We are the best team they've played all year. Oh, one thousand percent by far. I am convinced we're the best team they've played. I don't think they've played an offense as powerful as ours. And I actually think defensively, we will be able to do more things from a D line perspective that they haven't seen yet. Because if you look at their stats on how much time Beck has had to throw the ball, no one sniffed that kid all year. So that is one variable of the game where if you told me that's a a switching point is if we get after him and hit him a few times, I feel better about it. That's why when they go and play Bama in the SEC championship game, I'm pumped for that game because they're going to get after his ass. Bama's going to beat Georgia if they play in the SEC championship. No doubt in my mind about that. Um, Those are my takes. I would put a future on Bama to win the SEC championship. I don't know if that's wrong. Piggybacking off of what you were saying earlier, if Ole Miss is going to win this game, it sounds so obvious and so elementary, but you have to establish the run because so much of our offense, as far as a passing standpoint, comes off of the play action and opening those lanes. So I really think we have to establish the run to win this game. We're not going to win this game by dart throwing 40 times for 350 yards. Like we're going to have to get some sort of play action aspect and Juckins and Bentley are going to have to have their share of carries. And again, this is the fan in me, like, which I don't miss podcast. Yeah. I would want no one else at quarterback taking us in to, to Sanford stadium. Like I actually believe he's playing his best football right now. Mm -hmm. Outside of the tackle being out, everyone's healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about like the fact that it's a free shot and I hope they play loose. Like, I feel like if we, one, I would not be shocked, put it that way. I wouldn't view it as this, like, miracle that took place. Yeah. At the same point, I, I do think Georgia's probably a more complete football team, but more complete yeah. football teams lose all the time. Yep. yep. Any given Saturday in the SEC. I think Georgia's a better football team. I think, you know, they play this game ten times. Georgia wins seven of them, probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, according, to stat, according to Stats at War – it's a 40-60 game. Yeah. So, you know, all we need is one of those three, one of those four. By the way, if you had told, if you told me in August, hey, Rebs are going to be eight and one, and a computer's going to tell you you got a 40% chance to win the game. Sign me up. Yeah. Like, it's – I feel – I'm very excited about the game. I am too. I'm confident. I'm confident, but I'm not overconfident. I would say, like, I think there's a good. Ch- I, I think there's a chance we go in there and win, but you know, obviously, Georgia's favored. It's more likely that they win, but I think it's going to be a good game, and I'm excited for it. And if there's one outcome that I know that's not going to happen, we're not just going to go in there and kick their ass and win by two touchdowns. No, we're that's not going to happen. The outcome that I would be very sad about would be us getting our ass kicked. That that's- would. The um, only thing, the only thing I think that happens is if because of the offensive line injury today, 
is if we struggle on the offensive line, cannot protect Dart, and cannot move the football. I'm not as worried about the O-line from the perspective of replacing Pettis. It's depth-wise what happens if one of those tackles goes down during the game. Yeah. I don't know who Pettis' backup is. So they'll move they'll move Kroon to the right side and put Jaden Williams in at the left. And that's a regular rotation we run during the games at times. Did it a lot during the beginning of the year when Pettis was holding like a madman. <laughs> it just hurts our depth more than anything. I it guess. does. It does. Yeah, correct. Um, there were multiple P- – Pettis is uh, – uh, I know he's definitely gotten better since he started at Ole Miss, but it seems like as the season's gone, he's gotten better again. He started off low. I mean, there were multiple plays – I mean, he had one bad play in the first half early on, uh, but he was he was kicking ass for a lot of that game against A and M. There were multiple times he had their guys on the ground. Okay, this is awesome, actually. Chris Slow just posted a story about the Ole Miss uh, Georgia game, and this is the quote that he had on the top of his tweet. And by the way, like for those that are listening, this writer for ESPN is basically just a mouthpiece for Lane Kiffin. They hop on phone calls and he'll just write whatever Lane asks them to write. Mm -hmm. It's actually hilarious. This is a quote from Lane in the article. As I've looked back at the two road trips like this with elite teams, the two times we went to Alabama, the players could feel me get up tight and we played that way. I don't feel like that's happening this week. He, I mean, he said, pretty essentially said the same thing in his press conference today yep. or yesterday, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Changing last score prediction to 45-24, George. Okay. Mature, mature coaches don't actually do this article. That's also fair. Yeah. That's the counter-argument. Elite coaches, elite coaches also don't get that uptight when they go into Alabama. That's not yep. fair. That's not fair. I, I, I did listen. I think Kiffin's a very good coach, but I don't know if I would say he's a great coach. Very, yeah, great. I would say, but elite, I don't know if I would say that. No. I, I feel did. like elite can only be used to describe five to ten. Yeah. I did listen to one of the Georgia podcasts, and apparently Kirby's been different this week in his press conferences than usual weeks. Like, I don't w- watch any of his stuff, but he's been – had a different tone about them. Like, I think they're expecting it to be a dog fight. Going back to the game, like, they just really haven't played anyone that impressive. And the best team that they've played this year was the team they played last week. And up until Brady Cook threw, made one of the worst decisions I've ever seen made in a football game, I don't know why he made that pass. Mm-hmm. Like, it made no sense to me whatsoever. They were giving them a ball game. Mm -hmm. And again, like, if that happens to us and we shit the bed like that, then we deserve to lose. But Ole Miss is going to cover. I think Georgia wins by three, like 30 to 27. Um, But, yeah, I'm excited. The other thing, too, well. Well, I love that you're not picking Ole Miss because that's a trend with you, and it seems to be going in our favor. It's I think yeah, three weeks in a row have picked us to lose. Yeah, I'm also – I've updated my score prediction. For those who can't see, I'm now picking Georgia 49, Ole Miss 21. 
because of a Lane Kiffin article. Yep. I I like the over here for the record. I think it's I think I don't know if I would necessarily play this game because I'm very invested in it, but I think from an outsider's view, I think the over is a great play. Um, interesting. You don't take so much stock in all the other ESPN articles that talk about Michigan. And bye. <laughs> all right. Um, should we get to locks? I'm. I got to drop. That was my final comment. All right. See Goodbye, you Friday, Ty. Ty. Ty, we'll see you yep. on Friday. You have a lock before you leave. You have a lock. Lock. Rebs. Dub. You're an idiot. Um, I don't have a lock. I'm going to be honest. My lock is Arizona. I don't have a teaser yet. I haven't made any teasers yet, for the record. Uh, I've been busy, busy, busy at work because I'm taking yep. off. Friday. Dude, same. So, um, Favorite over under? Yeah, I'm taking Iowa here. There was also another one that I like. Well, I like Ole Miss over. Uh, I like Arkansas-Auburn under. Um. I like the under Tennessee, Missouri. I like the under in Bama, Kentucky. So, uh, yeah, I like some unders and overs. Uh, Rutgers, Iowa, 20 and a half. I mean, you got to go with that. So, yep. we will. Um, the week, Will said down go Knowles and Huskies. Oh, and, but I, uh, let me say my lock real quick. I think James Madison over UConn, 24 and a half. James Madison is killing and destroying everything in its path. But yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I like that. James Madison this week requested uh, uh, requested that the NCAA allow them to play in a bowl. Yep. So more on that later. I think they did last year too, but it didn't get approved. So we'll see about this year. But they've made them jump, right? Aren't they D one? They now? made the jump last year, and they were top twenty five. How long do you have to wait? Two years. To get a bowl? Two years. You have to wait two years. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb bowl. And it's 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 designed to prevent teams from moving down and then killing their competition, but they just do it across the board because you know well, obviously it, if say like Appalachian State this year decided you know what we're going back to FCS, they would absolutely murder everybody in FCS with the talent they have. So that's why they have that penalty designed. But so why can't they do it? So if you move down, you have the penalty, but if you go up, then you don't. That's just. Thomas, you are talking about the NCAA, which is run by the most incompetent group of human beings known to mankind. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's close this up. Upset of the week will go. Down go number four and number five. Chaos begins. Knowles lose to Miami, and uh, uh, Utah beats Washington. Okay. Addison, do you have any closing remarks before I deliver? Uh, give it to Will. This is going to be my upset of the week. I just I can't go against that. Um, let me see if there's another one. I think ties would have been Georgia Tech, or someone picked Georgia Tech to win, didn't they? Did Ty pick him to win or just to cover? I think he picked him. I don't know. I think he may have picked him to win, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go Ole Miss for my upset of the week. Okay. I'm going to go with Penn State. Well, you want to close this out? Tomorrow's going to be an interesting day on the Michigan front. Expect uh, a suspension to be announced uh, tomorrow afternoon and then expect Michigan to sue the conference. 
and yep. then expect Michigan to reinstate Harbaugh as head coach and then expect Harbaugh to lead the Wolverines on the field as they kick the shit out of Penn State. Okay, time out. We may have to have an emergency pod tomorrow if all this uh, comes to fruition. Yep. Um, I'll close this. I mean, goodness, we could go on for 30 more minutes after Will makes those comments. We're trying to yep. leave. Yeah. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube, follow yep. on Instagram, repost us so we can get more viewers because mm-hmm. uh, that's what encourages us to keep doing this every Wednesday. That's right. Uh, take time with you guys instead of time with our friends and family. Uh, so like, share, heart, whatever you do on social media. Oh, subscribe on Spotify. That subscribe on Spotify, share on YouTube. Love you guys. See yep. you next week. Go, Go Blue. Blue.